0: At City of Hope, its innovative treatments for cancer and groundbreaking research have saved millions of lives all over the world. This is City of Hope Radio with your host, Melanie Cole. A gynecological cancer diagnosis can be life-altering. However, as the cancer is being treated, there might be some complications with the pelvic floor that may affect your quality of life. My guest today is Dr. Christopher Chung. He's a urogynecologist specializing in female pelvic medicine and reconstructive surgery at City of Hope. Welcome to the show. Dr. Chung, tell us what type of cancers would predispose a woman to having pelvic floor disorders.
1: Okay, traditionally... um any cancer that happens, that occurs in the pelvic, in the, in the woman's, pelvic floor, for example, the G1 cancer, like ovarian, uterine, cer- cervix, or colorectal cancer, you know, when you when you have surgery for these types of cancer, you damage the pelvic floor muscles and nerves. So this predisposes a, a woman to urinary incontinence, prolapse, and fecal incontinence. But then, you know, recently at I City of Hope, we've done, we've done several studies to look at other types of cancer. We found out that when you get treatment for any cancer, for example, breast cancer, lymphoma, leukemia, or lung cancer, the treatment that you receive, such as radiation and chemotherapy, can actually uh, predispose you to have pelvic floor disorders. The best, exam- the best example would be a woman who received chemotherapy for breast cancer when a woman receives chemotherapy, the chemotherapy basically shuts down her her hormone production in her body, and that can predispose her to have bladder dysfunction, such as uh, frequency, urgency symptoms that you know she cannot make it to the bathroom in time, or waking up at night to go urinate, or leaking urine. You know all these problems.
0: Well, people don't even think about that. That's a great point, Dr. Chung, and that's something that you would think have nothing to do with the pelvic floor. So when you speak about these disorders, you mentioned incontinence, fecal incontinence, yes. and prolapse. So tell us what those are, what those mean.
1: So urine incontinence, there are several types of urine incontinence. Um, it's a very you know, embarrassing issue to talk about. So this, this can be... When a woman leaks urine when she coughs, sneezes, or laughs, or with physical activity, and then there's another type of incontinence called urgency incontinence. That means that when she, when when a woman has urgency feeding, that she cannot make it to the bathroom in time. And then there's another problem called overactive bladder. That means that she has to go every hour, every two hours to go to um, to go. Like she feels she she needs to go all the time, or she cannot like have a good uh, night of sleep that she has to wake up every hour, every 30 minutes to go go pee at night. So you can imagine how detrimental that can be to a, a woman's um, uh, quality of life. So then the next topic is uh, prolapse. So this, this means that a, a woman has poor support of her pelvic floor muscles, either due to, you know, uh, vaginal deliveries, getting pregnant, or tumor surgeries in the pelvic floor like hysterectomy, you know, colon resection, this type of surgery. And this means that her bladder can drop down passing the vaginal opening or the uterus can drop past beyond the vaginal opening or the rectum can drop drop down too. So when you have relaxation of pelvic organs like uterus, bladder, or rectum, they can have incomplete, they, they can feel, they can have a sensation that they cannot empty their bladder completely or they can have a sensation that they cannot empty their stool completely. And sometimes a woman has to push the vaginal area to help them empty urine or stool.
0: So as you pointed out, it is embarrassing and tough for women to talk about, Dr. Chung. So how do you start that conversation when a woman is going through her cancer treatments? And what treatments do you offer for some of these disorders? So
1: the important thing is to tell your doctor about all these symptoms. Um, you know, when you, when you see your medical oncologist or your surgeon, um, they'll ask you, you know, do you have any other issues that we can help you with? The important thing is to volunteer all this information, you know, and I'm unique in a way that City Hope, as a cancer center, provides pelvic floor service to our patients. So if you tell your doctor that I have bladder control issues, um, your doctor can refer you to see me and we can treat you either with conservative management, for example, pelvic floor physical therapy, medication, or nerve stimulation, or we could do surgery to improve the patient's quality of life. And there are many options, you know, so not everyone needs surgery. depends on, you know, the, the, the diagnosis.
0: Are there certain times when you can teach prevention? We hear about Kegel exercises and, and, and diet. We see so many medications on the market, too, Dr. Chung, for yeah. all of these issues. So what do you tell women about those things?
1: Well, first of all, most women do uh, Kegel exercise wrong. So, you know, we have very, very really? good help. Yes, yeah. So a lot of times when I, when I see a patient, I ask her to contract a vaginal muscles, she actually pushes it out. When I ask them to push, she actually uh, contracts. So, you know, I would say more than half of the women do Kegel exercise wrong. So I, if if they have um, overactive bladder symptoms or, you know, pelvic pain disorder, I could refer them to our pelvic floor physical therapists who are very specialized physical therapists who can use biofeedback. So it, it's a kind of a, a method that they can teach you to do the correct Kegel exercise. They can see exactly which muscle you're contracting and teach you to do the, the correct Kegel exercise.
0: So it is important that we do that. And how much does does diet play a part in any of these pelvic floors? Some women here they're supposed to drink more water or less water if they have urgent continence. Tell us about diet and its relationship to pelvic floor disorders.
1: Yes. Um, when a woman is getting uh, chemotherapy um, her oncologist will tell her to drink a lot of water and you can imagine the more water you drink the more what urine you're going to have and that can cause you to have frequency and urgent symptoms but when you don't when you are not on chemotherapy you don't need to drink that like, much water that's a very common misconception i always tell my patient that to be moderate on the fluid intake um, drink when you are thirsty you don't have to drink like you know three, four gallons of water a day. Just be moderate because the more water you drink, the more water is going to go to your bladder and it can cause frequency urgency symptoms and leakage of urine. In terms of the diet, a lot of women will experience experience um, fecal urgency and incontinence. So they leak stool with diarrhea. So the, the simplest way to treat this is to make your stool firmer so you don't leak stool. So a, a, a very, you know, good, Good. Uh, medicine to take. This is uh, the loperamide, so the you know the stool bulking agent to make your stools firmer. You don't need to have surgery for this.
0: That's absolutely great yeah. advice. And what else would you like women to know about pelvic floor disorders that may be sort of a complication or a side along to go with their cancer treatments, whether they're gynecological cancers or not?
1: It, I I always tell my patient that. You know, don't feel embarrassed about this. In the old days, you know, your your mom, your grandma, they learned to live with this. But now we have many treatment options available, whether uh, conservative management with, like I said, f- physical therapy, medication, or surgery. The important thing is to tell your doctor about these symptoms and have and have an appropriate referral uh, made to see a, a specialist who knows how to treat pelvic floor disorder.
0: And in just the last few minutes, Dr. Chung, you're doing such great work. Tell us what's going on at City of Hope that's exciting in your department.
1: So, you know, traditionally, a a urogynecologist doesn't work in a cancer center. Um, So I'm I'm unique in a way that um, City of Hope sees the need for a specialist to treat patients with pelvic floor disorders, especially in cancer patients. So here we have Come up with innovative surgical technique to perform uh, pelvic reconstructive surgery at the time of um, the patient's uh, initial cancer surgery. For example, if if a patient has um, GU1 cancers and she has pelvic floor problems like leaking urine, stress incontinence, or prolapse, we could do all the surgery, all the reconstructive surgery at the same time of their initial cancer surgery. And we believe that this is the best time to do surgery because if she needs if we don't do the reconstructive part of the surgery at their initial surgery, she may need radiation and chemotherapy, and she may not be a good candidate for pelvic floor reconstruction. You know, for the rest of her life. So we we can do a lot of things at at one surgical setting. And also, we we are very good at using the patient's own tissue for reconstruction without the use of mesh. Uh, we don't think mesh um, surgery is good, especially in cancer patients, because. You hear, you see on TV commercials that uh, vaginal there's a lot of mesh, vaginal mesh uh, placement issues and lawsuit. And that's the if you have a mesh placed in the vagina and if you need uh, radiation, that could be a big problem. You know, later on in the life, it can cause pain, and bleeding, and uh, a lot of problems. So we are we are we are very good that we can use the patient's own tissue for reconstruction without the use of like foreign materials.
0: That's excellent information. I applaud all the great work that you're doing, Dr. Chung, and thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to City of Hope Radio, and for more information, you can go to cityofhope.org. That's cityofhope.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.